Welcome to Savvy, Booked, and Blessed, a podcast for bold female leaders making bold moves. I'm your host, Devin A. Thaxton, founder and CEO of Pro Savvy Strategic Performance Agency. Stick around to the end of the show. We'll reveal how you can be our next guest. Let's get started. Hi, welcome again to Savvy, Booked, and Blessed. Today, we are joined by Life Mastery Coach, inspirational speaker, and founder of Vibrant Living International, Donna Tajin. Donna founded Vibrant Living International in 2016 with the goal of helping people live their fullest potential across the world. Since the 1990s, she has been a speaker to organizations, churches, and a coach and mentor to individuals. Donna is also the author and host of her own podcast, You Were Designed for Greatness, where listeners can find inspiration in overcoming hardships and find confidence in creating a life of their own design. Hi, Donna. Hello. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? Good. I'm doing great. Yeah, good. I love to hear great. What makes today so great? I choose every day to be great. Yeah. And that is something that we don't often think that we do have the choice to do, Mm. but I love my life. So every day is great. I love that. So tell us a little bit more about Vibrant Living and what you do. Vibrant Living International is a nonprofit organization. And as you stated in the introduction, my passion is to help people live to their fullest potential. And a lot of coaches say that. So that's not a really uncommon statement, but how I go about it perhaps is. It's got me, so it's different, right? (laughs) (laughs) True. But I had a difficult childhood. And so initially my heart is to help people overcome a painful past and the disappointments that life can bring. And one, the reason why that is, is because it puts us in labels, boxes, whatever word you want to use to describe and other people and ourselves put these restrictions on what we can be capable of or what kind of life we can have. And that is something that really irritates me. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. And tell us a little bit more about how you work with your clients to break from these boxes really. Yeah. I have one program called turn your baggage into luggage. Hmm. And that analogy is let's take our bags and turn it into something that we can use to be able to have a life we love. And the way that I work with clients is in coaching programs, either one-on-one or in groups programs, some keys to turning your baggage into luggage that I can share about the program is one of the things is learning to be able to look for the gift in the circumstances. Now that sounds so pretty. It's just (laughs) not so easy to walk out. I'm I, the things that I experienced and the other clients that I have experienced there, we're talking some bigger thing, big things. It's not little things. And Mm. to say, just look for the gift just sounds so cliche, but there is such power in learning that there is something that I can learn and grow out of everything. So Mm -hmm. let me illustrate. Baggage thinking is why this happened. This isn't fair. This isn't right. This isn't just. And even maybe somebody needs to pay. Luggage thinking is I can't change what's happened, but I'm going to use it to grow and to become the best me I can be. I call those situations gifts wrapped in sandpaper. 
<laughs> They're not fun, <laughs> but learning to be able to look for the gift makes me lift up my eyes and know that this isn't a forever thing. Mm. If our life was a book, let this be a chapter, a page, a paragraph, but let's not let these circumstances define us so that they become our whole book. Sure. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Your journey from, you mentioned a little bit of, of having a tough childhood and working on those things. And at what point did you decide, like, I want to share what I've learned with other people? I don't know the answer to that. I get asked that frequently, and I don't really recall a specific time. I, it just began to happen. Sure, where sure. people would be saying, I can't believe I'm telling you this. I've never told anyone this. And so I just found myself in situations at a pretty young age. I was a mom at 15. Mm. So maturity happened early for me. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> and so a very young age, I meaning young to me, 20s and 30s, I'd have people coming that were older than me telling me their problems and I would be helping them. So it's something that I began to do. It, I believe it's something that God equipped me to do very young and people were drawn to being able to, and I always gave the wisdom that I, that would come out of me. I'm like, man, that was good. It had to be God. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. When you're like, wait, what did I just say? Like, yeah, exactly. Was... I should write that down for me. Hey, that was good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I love the title of your podcast. I love the word savvy and blessed in the middle of there. And, yeah. and knowing that we get to choose those kind of things that we don't have to let the past define us. It doesn't yeah. unless we let it. And the past can be five minutes from ago. Yeah. We don't have to let it. But one of the other steps is that was vital for me to go through what I did is I didn't do it alone. I got support. We didn't call it coaching in those days, but getting support to be able to overcome a 15 year old mother who it, I wasn't a mom by choice. If that extremes a little bit of the background yeah. and there was so much shame and anger and insecurities and fear of failure and mm. all of those kind of emotions. And you don't just say, I'm going to look for the gift and everything's all better. <laughs> so it's a step, but it isn't the only is. And so one of the biggest ones for me is not to do it alone, but when we're injured, we isolate. Yeah. And that mm. isolation is supposed to be for protection, but it doesn't help us to really move forward. We end up packing I don't know about you. I don't know your past, but for me, as I had this place, I stuffed everything and I told everybody I was okay. Cause I had to be okay. I had a good little girl to take care of. Yeah. And so learning that we guess, but when we stuff it, it doesn't go away, man, it doesn't go away. And yeah. it can, when it comes back out, it's not always so pretty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't be around when it all comes out because <laughs> it can be dangerous when you are in those spaces and the past rears its head in the ways that it does that you don't even recognize or do recognize, mm -hmm. what are some tips to share, to, I don't know, address it head on or ignore it? I don't want to say ignore it or 
deal and move on. I'm always curious because we we do talk to, I, I work with a lot of coaches and everyone's got their own magic in working with people mm-hmm. and their secret thoughts. And sometimes uh, for me, I'm an action person by default. <laughs> and so some, I think there's some people out there that are like, what are some practical right now tips to work through all of that gunk? <laughs> or maybe some things that you do personally to help push through some of those trials. One of the very best steps for me and for the people that I work with, and sometimes the hardest is being really honest about where we actually are. I call it being honest where I am on my own map. Because if I want to take a trip someplace, I need to know where I am before I get in the car to go. I remember one time when we moved recently to where I live now in Grand Rapids and we didn't know our way around. And my husband calls me and he goes, do I go east or west on the interstate? And I'm like, I don't know where you are. How am I supposed to take you, tell you which exit to take? I don't know where you're located. And he had expurlatoys in that sentence, in that conversation. And I'm like, I can't help you. I don't know where you are. So a lot of times we're that way. It's like, I have to be really honest with whatever. And that's the moment where we're focusing on some of the the baggage. Mm. It's like, where are, where am I? Because then I can begin to say, what do I want to be different and get, and learn how to be able to take what's one thing I could do today. So it's being honest that I'm angry at the situation, I'm frustrated, I'm insecure, I'm all the whatever it is, and just be really honest with where you are. That is a step. We want to skip that and just go to tell me what to do. Sure. Tell me what to do. But I can't tell you how to get off which exit when you haven't found out where you really are. And it's owning everything, owning it all. Once you do that, then you can do bigger course corrections of steps to do. So I call that where I am on my map or awareness is so you had something trigger you. Yeah. I'm making up examples, but you had something trigger you. You can't deal with it in a minute. You're in them in it. You're in the stuff. So get alone and go, what was it about that? Yeah. That triggered me. What was really going on? Another really great question is, what was I believing about myself? Let's do something simple. Somebody takes your parking. You were in line and somebody took your parking place. And you were, and you fume about it. I don't know about you. If you're going to, anybody's going to admit it, but we've all done that kind of stuff. (laughs) Yeah. About it. And I can't believe they did that. And da, da, da. So if we got quiet and go, what was I believing? I had for me that I was somehow going to miss out mm-hmm. that somebody else was going to get something that I probably wouldn't going to get. I always get the short end of the stick. So it's probably what, and just life isn't fair. Nobody treats me fair. And if I got honest, those are the things I'm believing. And it was all stupid little parking spot. You see what sure. I mean? It's getting into what was I believing about those triggers, those times when you react in ways you really don't really like about it. You don't yeah. like to do that. And is begin to ask the questions, what am I believing about myself? Do I want to keep believing that? Sometimes you have to talk it through with a friend or a counselor or a coach. 
because we don't always, we can't see our blind spots. We just can't. Sure. But those are two powerful steps is being able to find out where you are on your map and then ask questions to bring awareness to what you're believing. Yeah, absolutely. When you are working with, I'm sorry, as you've been working with clients and started your business, tell us a little bit about how you manage your business as a coach and maybe some things along the way that you've learned some I wish I would have known for owning my own business, or maybe some tricks of the trade that really work for you. I wish I would have known. I wished I would have known all the things that I'm really good at that I didn't believe. That's one of the things is I is all, but it's, it's a growth process to believe bigger in yourself. I laugh almost every day because I'm on camera almost all day long, either doing this type of thing or meeting people or coaching. I'm on it a lot, do videos, et cetera. But I remember when I very first started Vibrant Living, which I think it was in 2016. So something like that. Mm -hmm. When this actually started, everybody told me videos is the way you need to do videos. I'm like, I'm not doing videos. Yeah. And I wouldn't do videos. It's and it's those type. I had to figure out my beliefs behind why would I didn't do videos and all of that kind of stuff. But it is that thinking bigger is don't limit yourself to what you're possible, what is you are possibly what you're capable of is what I was trying to say is don't limit yourself and get a coach. I don't, I tell people when they're interviewing with me, if you're considering another coach, don't hire a coach unless they have a coach. Yeah. Every one of us, in my opinion, if we're wanting to grow and become more, we need someone outside of ourselves because every idea I come up with is fabulous. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And so that's another thing is get a coach, get a mentor, whatever that looks like for you, they're out there and the right one is out there. And I've had ones that didn't work. I I like got one nugget out of it and the rest of it didn't apply, but I continued to grow and apply and learn in every situation. So ask your coach or the person that's advising you, do they have someone who's speaking into their life? Are they looking to grow and beyond? Those are a couple tips. Yeah, I think that's great. I think also when finding a coach, I coming from, I, I am strategic and operations all the time. And sometimes being able to identify if your coach is helping you with mindset or limited beliefs or clearing out that muck so we can live in our purpose. Mm -hmm. Or if the coach is maybe helping you strategically with your business, I think it's also important to find what you need. (laughs) And then also knowing that there's different types. Absolutely. There's different types. And sometimes you can have a couple of them for different different situations. Masterminds are another great way to to bounce ideas off. That's another really hot thing lately is joining masterminds. There's just different ways to, especially with technology that we didn't have before that we can capable of, because who would have thought that I'm coaching people that are not in the United States? Yeah. I would have never dreamed of that. That was even possible in the past. And here it is happening all the time. So learning to be able to think bigger, get support has been a big key in, in my coaching practice. 
Yeah. Your, tell us a little, without telling us all of your secrets, how do you get clients? How do people find you? You mentioned that you have international clients and some here, and there's obviously so many ways. What's working for you right now? Persistence. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's the main key. Before everything changed in 2020, one of the ways that I did a lot was I blogged every week and I did, I did podcast. I had my podcast and also I did videos around that time being able to, and I did it just consistently. Yeah. And so it was doing it. I had a blog this week, a podcast this week, a blog this week, and I do videos in between. And I had a schedule and I, and that is maybe too much for some people, but whatever it is, do it consistently. Because I remember showing up to a networking event, a large networking event, and I was introducing myself to people around and I had two or three people say, I know you. How do I know you? Oh yeah. <laughs> I saw your blog. I saw your Facebook post. I saw yeah. something. And because I was consistent, I'd never met this person before. Sure. And I'm in, so it was a consistency of being able to be that, that, that is one way. That's the main thing of whatever you do it consistently. We can't do it for a couple of weeks and go, that didn't work. And it's just learning to be consistent and persistent in whatever you do. The other way that I am getting clients currently with the changes that's happened in the world is I have a Facebook group that is called vibrant women. And in that group, I give exclusive content. I give a lot of, I get free videos every week. I get free gifts every week of things that can help people to grow and inspire us to, to overcome, yeah. to live vibrantly. That's yeah. a little bit about what I'm about, but in that I nurture the women that are present and see if they would like some more support. If they don't, there's still lots of benefit to being part yeah. of the group but if they want some support. And so that's another way I have people in that group and all kinds of countries. It's, mm. a, and I'm, I've asked people, where is that one? Yeah. I need to get out my map. I'm like, I don't know where <laughs> that is in the world. And the hardest time I have meeting with people is in Australia because mm. our time difference is it's the day, uh, a next day when I'm right. trying to get it's, and it's <laughs> like the night and we're the day anyway, it's really yeah. hard yeah. to schedule with people in Australia. I found but I have, who thought that I would say when I'm messaging people, what time zone do you live in? It's just different things that we're learning. So the Facebook group is an idea. It has, it, it ha, learning how to do it the right way is important. It's just not opening a Facebook group. It's consistent effort to be able to build relationships on social media, take persistence. Yeah. Yeah. They do. And genuineness and to be genuine because there's so many people that are just wanting something from people. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. It is very true. Thank you for sharing all of that. I want to learn a little bit more about your book. Tell us a little bit more about your book. Umbrella on a sunny day is my last book. And that book came up with a name as if I, it always rains on me. And I've had it be sunny lately, but always rains. So I should bring my umbrella because something bad will probably happen. It's that expectation for the other shoe dropping is where the title came from. In that that. book, I share my story about becoming a teenage mother and 
how I move through that, I share four keys to rising above the feeling that the other shoe's going to drop all the time. Mm -hmm. And also it has some areas where women are sharing stories of how they have worked with me. And so you sure. can hear some other women's perspectives on what that has been like as well. And that's, that's the book, Four Keys to be able to rise above that. I need to bring my umbrella feeling yeah. um, to enjoy the sunshine. I like that. I like that. Okay. So we're going to move into one of my favorite parts was our speed round just to learn a little bit more about you. So okay. these are pretty quick, whatever's off, on the top of your head. Yeah. Not nothing too serious at all. So tell us how you take care of yourself, mind, body, and soul. Speed meaning it's a quick answer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a quick answer. That's yeah. not a quick answer question. <laughs> I have a morning routine that I go yeah. through devotionals and some type of movement, yeah. reading material and prayer time for me. That's a morning okay. routine. I'm also very conscious. If I get fatigued, I reschedule appointments and rest. Yeah. So. Yeah. I love that. What, what book are you reading right now? What's on the bookshelf? I have uh, the latest one I picked up as atomic habits. Yes. And so I am in the middle of that one. I all, I usually have three or four, but that's one yeah. right now. Perfect. Are there any shows or music or anything like any guilty pleasures that you, that maybe are silly to some, but you, you love it? Like any activities? Music. I, I love jazz in the smooth jazz and yeah. not, not so much blues, but smooth sure. jazz because there's a lot of different kinds of jazz. Absolutely. Um, it puts me immediately at a peaceful place. I just mm. love it. I love tea. I'm holding a cup of tea. I always have a cup of tea and shows as far as TV shows. I like a lot of the murder mysteries, the CSIs, the yeah. and I'm watching all the Chicago fire, Chicago <laughs> TV and all yeah. of those. I I'm a, I want to go see the movie Downton Abbey. I don't know when this oh. is. So I love Downton Abbey. Yes. I've watched them all. And I love to read all different kinds of books, but historical fiction is mm. one of the things that I love to see history and yeah. take that, how it would felt like to live that, then that vein. So perfect. I love that. I come from a big jazz family, so I love that. And then my mom and I love Downton Abbey and I haven't mm -hmm. seen the new movie yet. I do want to see that. I do want to see that. Okay. Last question. I won the lottery and I have a plane ticket and $10,000 to give my new friend, Donna, where are you going and how are you spending the money? I would think that I would like to take a tour of Scotland, Ireland, France. I don't know that I would stay in one place. The countries are so much smaller. <laughs> you can sure. do a little bit more, yeah. but I have Scottish history and Irish history. And so visiting that part of the world, I think would be beautiful. Yeah. That'd be, that would be really fun. The, other one, that, the other one for me would be the Mediterranean and oh, yeah. do that area too. So those yeah. would be two. I'd be having a hard time choosing, but I'm sure I would. Yeah. I got those tickets. I'm ready to go. I do. I got a ticket for you <laughs> and an extra 10 grand. So you can go both if you want to. <laughs> do whatever you'd like. There you go. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Donna, if people want to find you, work with you, read your books, like where can they find you? The easiest way to locate me is my website. The free book is on the front page there. My different programs, one we didn't touch on is Life by Design. I encourage you to check that out. That is an amazing program. And my website is the letter I, vibrantliving.com. Awesome. Perfect. Well, great chatting with you today. Thank you for being on the show. 
It is my pleasure. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, thank you. And we can't wait for you guys to hear the next one. See ya. to Savvy Booked and Blessed. If you are a successful six to seven figure female entrepreneur who would like to be on this program, please visit podcast.prosavvyas.com dash podcast slash guest. If you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot on your phone and text it to your friend or post it on the socials. If you know of someone that would be a great guest, go ahead and tag them in social media and let them know about the show and include hashtag Savvy, Book, and Blessed. I love seeing your posts and I love your guest suggestions. We're regularly putting out new episodes and content. To make sure you don't miss out on any episodes, go ahead and subscribe. Give your thumbs up ratings and reviews. We definitely go a long way to help promote the show. It means a lot to me and my team. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.